Greetings and welcome. My name Jack Bybee. I am a near-death experiencer, NDE. Uh, this is episode 9, and I welcome you to episode 9, the afterlife question and answer. Do you see the barrier ahead, imparts Nurse Anita? Do not cross it. I must go on. And some th- one or two other issues is what I'll discuss in this episode 9. I'll expand on the Nurse Anita scenario and her barrier warning. I'll expand on the power of thought and especially moving by thought in death consciousness. Also, here for future reference is my email address for any questions you have, aftqa23 at gmail.com. Further, I have a call to medical staff. And finally, please pardon my speech, I have been battling the onset of a cold, and at the same time becoming a near-death experience, so battling a deadline. Well, yeah, that's right, near-death experiences have to meet deadlines as well. So, as I detailed in episode 8, where I very briefly expanded on the work that has now come to be known as the Nurse Anita scenario, Nurse Anita became and did what any patient expects a nurse to do in a Western hospital ward, and that is she came to fluff up my pillows. Coming from approximately the same farming area as what I came from, there was a commonality in that she was Afrikaner, that is, she spoke a derivative of Dutch Afrikaans, and to clarify, I spoke, in fact, still do speak, South African English. While under the ultra-conservative apartheid regime of the late 1960s, early 1970s, the Afrikaner predominated by supporting apartheid. The English speaker, like myself, tried as best they could to oppose apartheid. But from time to time, the lines, especially the language lines, did cross, and Nurse Anita and I became friends. Language barriers and politics were put aside by more by Nurse Anita than by myself, as my time of consciousness in the hospital ward was seriously limited at that stage. Because of the Anglo-Boo War decades earlier, and what the English did to the Boos, those who morphed into the Afrikaner tribe, the average Afrikaans speaker had very little time for the English speaker, especially those who tried to oppose apartheid, as many English speakers did, myself included. But what has all this got to do with the afterlife? My answer emotion. Both Nurse Anita and myself had deep affection for nature, 
and the energy of Africa, the drama of Africa, as they call it. But you ask again, what has the energy and vibrations of Africa got to do with the afterlife? Emotion. As I was told later, love is the greatest force in the universe, and I maintain the universes that lie beyond. So, suddenly, after I had travelled up the tunnel and was about to have, or my memory fails me on this point, or I had just had my life review, as I detailed in the previous episode, there, all of a sudden, seemingly out of the blue, there was Nurse Anita. And suddenly, what are you doing here? I asked Anita. I've come to fluff up your pillows, silly. But I could see things were not quite right. And suddenly, before our eyes, appeared a solid wooden barrier, very much like the fences on the cattle ranches I recently saw in Wyoming where the fence is made from wooden stumps and is in the shape of a triangle, with the horizontals positioned in the X of the triangle. A bit difficult to explain, but if you check out many fences in Wyoming, Montana, Utah, you'll see what I mean. The barrier was in front of us, and emphatically Nurse Anita imparted to me not to cross the barrier. My life is over. I must go on with my future life. I must cross that barrier. You must return. Do not cross the barrier. Tell my mother and father I love them. Tell them I am very sorry I wrecked the MGB. I detailed in the previous episode that Nurse Anita's parents were so proud of her, a farmer's daughter who was doing so well as a nurse, that for her 21st birthday they did something almost unheard of in South Africa, and that is they gave her Nurse Anita, that is, a little red sports car. This came as a complete and total surprise to Anita. I suspect that, in no uncertain manner, she jumped into the sports car. I think she thought she was back on the farm. She went screaming down the highway along the side of Table Mountain that sits in the heart of Cape Town. And... I believe she lost control and wrote herself off as she wrapped the MGB around a cement power pole in a murderous corner on Deval Drive. It is difficult to recall the exact scenarios I was shown in death consciousness. I detail this much better in my book, Memories of Eternity. It's available on kindle.com. So, why did Nurse Anita appear to me in death consciousness? I was certainly far too ill to show her any emotion. I can only suspect that Nurse Anita was fond of me, 
that will now not be resolved, at least not in this lifetime. I must go on with my life, she repeated. I must cross that barrier. You must return. Do not cross the barrier. So, I did not cross the barrier, and yes, I did return. So here, presenting the afterlife question and answer intermission. Just a few quick issues. Yes, I have questions for you, dear listener, and I'm hoping you'll have questions for me. Please contact me at the following email address, aftqa23 at gmail.com, and please stay tuned. I am working hard to get reader interaction on a website or something like that so that I can interact with you. Also, while it is in very early stages, I am hoping to announce a Zoom call consulting service in the very near future. It's still being solidified, so please be patient and stay tuned. But the afterlife question and answer podcast keeps on growing, so thank you for that. Finally, in this intermission period, a call to any medical staff, whether you are a nurse, a nursing sister, a doctor, an EMT type, all of you lot, your profession, you saved my life. Thank you. Now, as Irons has repeatedly tried to draw the attention of the medical profession to the near-death experience, if you have questions, or if we can set up a Zoom call of some sorts, I will gladly help out with anything I can do for you, for any nurse, any EMT, any medical doctor, any doctor. You have questions? I can try to give you the answers. Whoops, it's the end of intermission. As I just stated, I did not cross the barrier. But what prompted my sudden return to earth plane consciousness was to the realm of the relative. Probably the most pertinent lesson I learned in death conscious was do not argue with God. You won't win. For as much as I tried to persuade spirit and the being of light and any spirit who would listen to me, including the ancient ones, no one wanted to believe me how horrible apartheid truly was and that I would, I would far rather be engulfed by perfect love in death consciousness than to return to the whoops and the tear gas of the apartheid regime. But my time came and I kept on being hustled along by spirit on the other side. For so said numerous spirits, your time has not yet come, your race has not yet run, you must return, you have life lessons to learn. And suddenly there I was, zipping down the tunnel, heading for what appeared to beneath me was the globe, and especially the continent of Africa. Suddenly, there I was, and in front of me and behind me, I heard a language I had not heard recently, 
the Dutch dialect Afrikaans, a language that at that stage was spoken in South Africa and mainly by people supporting apartheid. Strangely enough, it seemed that I was lying on my back and slowly lights were moving over me. Or rather, I was moving along under lights. I then realized I was lying on my back with what looked like a white gauze over my face. I later realized it was a sheet and that I was being wheeled by by the sounds of it being wheeled by Africana porters down a passage. I detail all this in a little short story I wrote. A funny thing happened on the way to the morgue. I will gladly send you the short story, but for that I do, however, need your email address. Please send it to aftqa23 at gmail.com. It will be my pleasure to at least give someone a little laugh. This concept of death on the earth plane is rather curious, and I'm hoping to lighten you, the listener, to lighten up a bit. And that's about time, because my voice is about to give in. So please remember, you and I are here to learn lessons. If you feel that life has reached a point where you just cannot continue, please get help. Call 988 in the USA. Contact a helpline in your area, a minister of religion or therapist. Please, suicide is not an option. Period. Full stop. There is always help available, even though I maintain that nothing comes your way that you cannot handle. To wrap up, on a very tight to the listener who requested it, thank you so much for your financial support. If your podcast recording is at afterlifeqa.buzzsprout.com or to download Memories of Eternity, or if you wish to make a GoFundMe.com donation. I'm sorry, my voice is going and I'm not concentrating properly, but I have been able to record this. I hope you'll pardon the the errors. I haven't been able to edit this properly, period. Thank you for listening. You're welcome to submit for the uh, A Funny Thing Happened access aftqa23 at gmail.com that's with or without your question many thanks and may you walk in peace journey in delight and may the blessings of the perfect one be with you and yours always jack out